Hello. Welcome to Past Level 50. I'm Melissa Chavez. It is Sunday, January 9th, 2022. I'm still in Arizona. I'm kind of liking this weather. It's There's not a cloud in the sky. It's 54, maybe 60 degrees by now. No wind and the humidity is low. So you can go out and it's cool, but it's warm at the same time. And when you feel that sun hit you, it's like it like it's inside your soul. It's just totally different from Houston. And I kind of like it here. So I don't know. I started buying some clothes around here and I kind of look like a local. But it got me thinking about my mother. Many years ago, oh, I was in my 20s. Yeah, that was a long time ago. But when I was in my 20s, my mom and I became close. We weren't close, you know, as when I was a teenager. But when I was in my mid-20s, I was a little closer, getting, getting to know her better. And we always talked about um, her, the beginning of her conversation would be, when I retire, we're going to do X, Y, Z. When I retire, we're going to do this. And when I get older, I'm going to do that with you. And these were um, experiences that we didn't plan on doing, but we dreamed of doing. And I always looked forward to the day she would retire and that we would have the opportunity to go out and and travel and experience um, the hill country in Texas and and travel to Las Vegas and just things that, you know, everyone talks about doing. And there were times when she would come visit me. I remember when I was living in Houston, before having my own family, she would come stay with me and we would go out to eat and we would have just these great times. We'd go out to eat Italian. Those Papacitos used to have an Italian restaurant called Papa Mia. And it was an amazing place to have Italian. And we would go and we would talk about all the things we wanted to do. And of course, one of the things was going to Italy or somewhere in Europe. We didn't care. We just wanted to go. And just talking about it made it just almost real. So time lapse on to, I don't know, 10 years ago. And um, my mom started getting sick. And she was able to visit me uh, at that time, still staying a few days with me. And But she was always sickly, always feeling like she had to rest or eat at a certain time. She was diabetic. And I thought, how is this going to happen? How are we going to be able to do these things? And I didn't talk about these concerns with her. I just... I don't know, in the back of my head, I thought, how are we going to travel to Europe if she's sickly like this? How are we going to be able to drink wine if she can't do any of these things? So I was worried. 
So then a few years before she passed, I would visit her more. And most of the times I would visit her, she was either in the hospital or bedridden by that time. Mind you, she was still working and um, still getting out there to the airport to do payroll. But she would take a really long time to get dressed, to get there. And she just was not well. But she had this denial of how sick she was. She wouldn't acknowledge that she needed to not work anymore. But she kept going. And that denial, to me, was denial. To her, was determination. But, okay, you know, you you do you, girl. So, finally, when she was in the hospital more often than not, um, I offered to help her clean a room that was, that's quotation marks, you know, air quotes that storage room and uh, help her uh, get it organized and, and clear it out. She had paperwork and sweaters and, you know, just, it was just hodgepodge of things. No, her answer was always no, no. No, when I get better, I'm going to do this. When I get better, I'm going to sew all the things, that little pile that's accumulated. When I get better, I was like, okay. But she wasn't getting better. So the room stayed that way. The house stayed that way. I would come over and it was always, no, don't clean. No, don't, you know. I don't know. Uh... Then, I'm going to go all the way to the end there. She was in the hospital. She wasn't getting better. She was in sepsis. She, it was the end. We had to go to hospice. And our last conversation before she was in hospice, because once she was in hospice, she was unconscious. She was in a coma. The last conversation was the the look in her eye. She looked me square in the eye and she said, we didn't have time to do anything. And uh, yeah, that was, we ran out of time. I told her, I said, we ran out of time and it's too late. And she looked at me like it was like unbelievable that we didn't get to do these things. I remember just shrugging my shoulders and looking at her like, yeah, we ran out of time. We couldn't do it. And after that, she went into hospice and my sister and I my brother, family members, we were all there. And and everyone talked about, you know, when they talked about her, it was always, you know, they were remembering things she had done, something she had said. Um, But all I kept thinking about was this regret of 
the things we didn't get to do. Yeah, I would remember, oh, we said this, she said that, that was fun. But the top of my mind was, how in the hell did we let life go on and we didn't do anything? We didn't go anywhere. We, yeah, we went to eat at restaurants. We did Houston. We did, uh, you know, the whole Westheimer Montrose area experience. She loved that. But she and I didn't get to do the things that we had set out to do. For years, we had talked about doing these things. And we didn't do one single one of them. How? So, okay. So she passes away. And I'm going to skip all that stuff in between. My sister Tammy, my brother Frank know what that part was. And we're just going to skip through that. But let's come up to now, today, 2022. I'm in Phoenix. I'm with my daughter. And I am thinking about her as I spend time over here. Like my daughter and I took a road trip. We've taken a few road trips. We've gone to Florida and back. I've done this road trip with her just one way. And I think about my mom. I think about, wow, she and I didn't even do this. We didn't even venture out of Texas. We didn't even go to New Orleans together, okay? I've done all of these things. And it's funny, I think about my mom because I think, wow, we had planned, not planned it, but we had talked about doing this. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm 55. I'll be 56 this year. And I want to be um, healthy enough and to, to walk a farmer's market or to climb stairs. Because like, my daughter does live on the second floor and there is no elevator up here. But I want to be physically able to do the things that I'm able to do right now. And for a long time from here, because my mom, by the time she was 58, she was not able to do a lot of things. By the time she was 60, it was it was hard. It was hard. She had to um, be able to check her insulin, have you know, check her, have her insulin refrigerated. I mean, just it was there was a lot of responsibility that she had to take care of to um, ensure that she would be physically okay. So my goal right now from here on forward is to be healthy and to be able to physically take care of myself so that I can continue to to be able to take trips, to be able to um, be out all day or to help organize an apartment or whatever it is, or to go shopping, hello, have to go to the thrift stores or to, you know, go buy yarn. I have to be physically able to do these things. 
Because I was thinking if I lived on a second story apartment at my mom's last years, she wouldn't have been able to come see me with no elevator. She wouldn't have. And I'm thinking I have to do these things now for my family. I don't want to um, be left out. I don't want to be left out of experiences um, because now it feels like, okay, I'm retired. I can road trip. Yes, I'm there. Farmer's market. What time? I mean, just we're, whatever it is. I want to be able to just go without thinking, you know, can I, is there accommodations for me? I'm lucky right now, lucky that I don't have to do these things. And I, I just, I'm not saying that my mother was a burden at the end, but I know that personally she felt that she couldn't do these things. And that, and then she, her answer was always, no, I'm not going. Because she used to fly over to see me from Corpus to Houston. And there at the end, she didn't even want to do that. So our trips, you know, I, I didn't get to see, she didn't get to visit me as often as I went down to visit her. So let's hope that I can continue to take trips and fly and do whatever I need to do to be around for my my two kids as long as they need me as long as they want me around um, and that I'm not having to think about accessibility as far as you know wherever we go so that's my rant today I I've had this conversation with myself, I don't know, for about a month now. I just, I needed to share. This was, this was more for me than for anyone else. I'm sorry. I just needed to get this off my chest. I needed to get my, my mom out of my head. I just, I feel her in my head and it's me. It's just, I have her in there and I wanted to share this with you because, you know, to hear the last words, um, we didn't have time. It was like, yeah, we had time. We just didn't, didn't do the things. And I guess my message is, yeah, we have time. You just got to do it. You got to, just like with exercise, you know, there's people, I don't have time. I don't have time to go to Pilates. Uh, I go every day. I make time. Or I don't have time to go visit, you know, said person. You just got to do it. I occasionally text cousins. Uh, we haven't made plans to visit, um, recently but you have to you have to it seems uncomfortable at first you know like you're trying to invite yourself over but hey you don't have to go to their house you can meet for lunch you can you know there's a lot to do but don't don't just dream of doing it 
you got to make the plans. You got to make the plans. You got to do some follow through. I don't know, maybe my mom was somehow um, an introvert with her planning, but she should have planned more. We, we could have done more. I, I was always ready to, to go somewhere, and it was always, let me see what I can do, and let me see, and let me see. No, there is no let me see. Let's, let's just go do it. So get out there today, do something different, go somewhere, call someone, make a plan, make the plan, follow through. Yeah, too many times we say, yeah, let's get together soon, and we don't. So I've, you, you know, I might be a burden to be visiting people, but I'm going to visit or I'm going to call. Who knows? Somebody might say, come visit me. And I'll go. I will go. Okay, I'm going to leave you with that. Get out there. Make some plans. Share with me what you're doing. I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at Past Level 50 Podcast on Instagram. You can find me on Spotify. You know, hopefully you're on Spotify or on um, the Amplify app, wherever you're at, even on, um, I think, I don't know, my cousin told me where she, she found me somewhere on Apple podcast. I'm not sure, but find me. I've got a lot to say. And like I said, you never know what I'm going to talk about. (laughs) All right, y'all take care. See you soon. Bye. Hi, welcome to Past Level 50. I'm Alyssa Chavez. Today is January 26th. And um, I want to talk about living in the 70s. Um, I've been looking through TikTok and I've noticed on Instagram that there's a lot of people talking about how living in the 80s was pretty tough because as a Gen X person, we had it rough. Yeah, we did. And um, I didn't know that it was different until I was a parent myself. But also, I thought my situation was mine until... I started listening to everyone else and I was like, wow. So um, a while back, I made a TikTok about being five years old and walking to the store to buy cigarettes. And you wouldn't believe how many people comment on on their situations about having to walk blocks. I don't know how many blocks to buy a six pack of beer or crossing the main road in Keensville, Texas to buy a newspaper for a grandfather. So if you hear a dog in the background, that's Charlie. He's, he's my security alarm. Somebody must be here. So anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible that we went through that. We, we walked to school, we were sent to play outside and, uh, we drank water from the water hose. I remember getting on my grandfather's uh, pickup truck 
just um, hanging out in the back of the truck while it was just parked. And mulberries would fall onto the truck and we would just sit in the truck and eat them. You know, we, we didn't wash our fruit. We would eat what we found on each other's trees or vines and we ate it. Um, and it was okay. 